Welcome to the Prospered Soul Podcast. I am your host, Lana McMurray. Let's get started. Why do you do what other people want? You know that you don't want to, but you do it anyway. Why do you feel you have to comply? If this relates to you, you've clicked on this podcast because this subject relates to you in some way. Why do you do what other people want? Saying that it's because I'm codependent or trauma bonded or have some sort of personality defect. It's a, that's a quick and it's a convenient reason pretty and could be true. However, if those things were really like ultimately true about you, that you were a codependent person or that you were doomed to trauma bonding for the rest of your life, or you've got some sort of personality defect, if that If those things were really true about you, your soul, it would be at rest. It wouldn't fight it. It wouldn't resist it because that would be your natural state. You would feel at peace. But instead, you most likely feel frustration or guilt or doubt and are seeking relief from this pain in some way or another. Do you want to stop feeling that uneasy and anxious feeling? You know, whether you feel numb or you don't feel anything at all, or you're so anxious that you have to distract yourself or self-medicate to get through the day. In this episode, we're going to begin talking about and continue talking about (laughs) Because this whole podcast, me, is about rebuilding a relationship with yourself. Because trust me, I have failed a lot. I have made mistakes. I have caused estrangements. I have a lot I've had to learn. And some things I've gotten right. And I've gotten some peace and some healing from. And I want to share that with you. So you can have some freedom too. My company is called Free to Thrive After All. Because I want you to be free so that you can thrive. You deserve it. You are strong. And you are capable. You are beautiful. You are fun to be with. And you are worth staying with. And you were not meant to struggle with this problem in your life. I'm going to share some insights to help you get free so that you can thrive. So let's go. First, I want to give you some good news. And it's this. Discomfort is a good thing. You know why? It's because it can be clarifying. It can open up your eyes. It can cause you to see what's been hidden from you for so long. When you use it and allow it to be that, 
and you don't get addicted to it and you know stay in that state but when you allow it to move to be present and move out of you discomfort can teach you a lot of things discomfort also can be characterized as contrast like in the law of law of attraction you know abraham talks about contrast helping you to see clearly what you do not want now if you've lost connection with yourself the pain that you feel can become a light it could become a really really bright light to the path of happiness and peace that is for you now how do you get to that place well that's what we're going to start talking about so in my work with others and within my own self i've seen some misunderstandings and some influences that create this mistrust that we have with ourselves um <clears throat> the main reasons that we forsake ourselves or one of the main reasons that we forsake ourselves is that we believe that it's selfish to put ourselves first we might not consciously believe that we think that but subconsciously we think that and we automatically like don't accept a compliment let somebody else go before you sacrifice you know just automatic reactions or actions that we take that we don't even realize we're taking and that we can't seem to stop doing because subconsciously from young age before we even knew it was implanted within us we got this idea that it is selfish to consider ourselves to put ourselves first to show up to be seen you know that we're too much it's too much calm down you know and no i am not going to calm down i am going to speak up and so are you because no one else can create our experience for us we have a right to self ownership we can't create in the experience of another person and another person cannot create in the experience of us now one of the reasons we feel bad to consider ourselves and think that others should go first is because we struggle with our intuition well actually let's say there's three reasons we struggle with our intuition we struggle with our self-worth and our confidence and in the past week in this podcast i've been showing you how to easily build self-worth and confidence it's a lot easier than you think long lasting confidence and self-worth when you betray yourself and you know you've done it your intuition knows and it communicates with you letting you know that they know 
And when you're not being true to yourself, you're taking on some other role in life. And it's not a match to who you are. Do you want to stay that person is the question. Because it's a decision. Everything comes down to a choice. It comes down to a decision. What are you going to do? You can feel like something all the day long. Month after month, year after year. It's when you make the decision to change that the teacher appears. That the knowledge becomes available and the power to go with it. So, this world that we live in, that we touch and we taste and we hear and, and um, we smell, that is called the 3D. We are humans that live in this physical body, but we are a spiritual being. And when we pass away, the body goes in the grave, but the spirit never dies. We will continue to exist. Your intuition is a spiritual thing. It's going with you. It's like your brain, your real one. And it causes you to see things before your eyes, or your ears, any of your 3D senses do. Before your mind even comprehends a thing. That's why the intuition always ends up being right. Think about it. How many times did you feel some sort of way, but you ignored it? Or you didn't heed a gut feeling that you regret and wish you acted on? In hindsight, you can see clearly, as clear as day. But at the time, it was a hunch or a nudge or a knowing. And it didn't make any sense to your mind but you just knew you needed to act quickly and confidently on that. I had this problem that in my house and I called this handyman out, or I actually had called several handymen out to come and take a look at it. I don't even remember what the problem was, but I had several people come out and take a look and give me estimates. Reputable companies like a Duke Energy or Tico's People Glass. And each person came, did a thorough research, and gave me a completed inspection of the problem was and the cost to resolve it. And, you know, we'd wrap up our conversation about it. And they go their merry way. Well, this one time, this one person, we... He finished taking a look at whatever it was. He was, yeah, he had come inside and he took a look at whatever it was. Then he, he went outside and I thought we were done. Just like with all the other servicemen who had come out to take a look and give me an estimate. Well, not long after I had shut the door and locked it and he had went out that door 
I heard a knock and it was him. I looked through the peephole and I saw it was him. But instead of me opening the door and say, oh, hey, I have this urge, this unction. And this thought was, he was just inside the house. And he had given me an answer. And I didn't feel like I wanted to unlock the door and let him in. So I kept the door locked. And I asked him through my locked door what he wanted. You know why? Because I instantly got this sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach, in my gut, when he knocked. And then when I looked at his eyes through the peephole, I didn't see the same man. I saw a different person looking back at me in a flash. And he asked me, can I use your bathroom? And in a matter of seconds, I said, no. Now this was hard for me because I was the type of person that was, remember I talk about how I used to be a people pleaser and I used to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and look and turn the other cheek. And, and, and you know, all these other people had come to my house and had worked through trying to resolve the problem, giving me answers. But I just did not have a peace. And he kind of stopped. And he kind of, I could sense he was going to be a little insistent. And you know, that's the other sign. When you tell someone, no, thank you. And they can, they insist. They, they, but he didn't. But I could sense some this. And now I know I was reading energy. But back then, I just knew that I don't feel good about opening up this door to let this person in. I don't know. And I just said, sorry, I can't. And, but he was acting like he really needed to go to the bathroom. I still didn't care. I was just like, sorry, I can't, you know? And he looked at me. And for just a flash of a moment there, I got this feeling he was going to bust my door down. But he seemed to change his mind and walk away. I was praying at the same time too. Quick, right? I went straight into prayer. This is like the time when I saw the night crawler or the night, what was it, the guy that, that was killing people in LA that came over to um, uh, Bakersfield area. Um, I talk about that in my Power of Clarity program. Um, how I went through this freeze mode and it, ugh, the energy of that was evil. But I just had this feeling that he was going to bust the door. But then he changed his mind. And I noticed that I had went into prayer. And I told you I've been, I was a Christian from I was kindergarten until I was still today. Well, I, I'm... I'm bored again as far as my commitment and my love for God. And I don't follow religion like I used to. But I still know the Lord and I know the word. And 
and I trust the Holy Spirit and God and I know how to pray. And I was praying probably, I think it was praying in tongues. I don't know. I was just praying. It immediately went into prayer. This all took about three to four minutes. And within that time, I could have been a rape victim or murdered because on the news that night and for a few days afterwards, there were these reports of a person um, assaulting people in their homes and coming out to do legitimate work. And that's how they were getting into the homes. The person was behaving badly under the guys that, you know, he was working for the company. I don't know what might've come over him while he was working, what have you, but, um, man, I'm telling you what, listening to my intuition saved my life. And it pays to let yourself believe you have the right to listen to yourself. So the moral of the story is let yourself listen to yourself. Let yourself believe you have the right to listen to yourself. You have the right to self-govern, to make your own rules, to say no and hurt other people's feelings, to not do what other people want you to do. You don't have to comply. All right. Tomorrow we'll continue on with this on the second part where I'm going to talk about specific religious teachings that get developed within you that make it difficult for you to be your own person. You're not going to want to miss it. If you would like to talk with me about anything um, I do have some spots well I shouldn't say that because I have an application that you can apply for and um, to work with me is who knows when you'll be listening to this I love working one-on-one with people though I'm not one of those people that I just want everything automated I just want an online program I don't want to work with people no I love the messy middle I love helping you trust yourself and get to know yourself and develop yourself and all the things. So let's talk. My application is there and I also have um, the option at this time um, to that I'm recording this to be able to speak with me uh, on a consultation for free. And there's other useful information in the description at a box or whatever iTunes or Amazon are calling their spaces where you put your links and so forth there. All right. Talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day or evening.